that ain't really loud, couldn't raise his voice cause his wig gone Nigga sound like Reggie Pray to the pipe I slide deep inside, not too deep, not too shallow I'm mindful of sight, she track full of my swipe Like a capsule so tight with that substance you need Start a family tonight Big body murk LED lights And it's all overpriced The dollar been cheap than a bitch Two boroughs and two lips On the boxes you're in from the holes in your skin Hit the road and get rich Or stay home and get broke It's your choice in the end Yeah, they watching my fence Like they next to my kin Like they paid by the Pope Got some priests by the door First the demons before they step into my glow Oh my, my Welcome to Shameless Plug. I'm the host. I'm your host, Xavier Madison. And let's see. Last week, we talked about female MCs and their hostile takeover of hip-hop. And at the time of recording this, I do believe that Cardi B is still number one on the top 40 with Bodak Yellow. That is fucking insane. But anyway, let's get on to this week. Um, we had some great music drops in the past couple of days. What I've listened to so far in full is The Saga Continues, which is the new Wu-Tang Clan album. My first impression of that right now is it is way better than um, A Better Tomorrow. I think all the production was handled by Mathematics. And I was just going to say Method Man sounds great on that album. He sounds as young as ever. And it's kind of funny, actually, because in his Breakfast Club interview, when they asked him about the album and when it's coming out, he got the date wrong and he didn't even care about it. I mean, he cared about it, but he just wasn't on top of it. So it's really a mathematics project with all the verses from the Wu-Tang members. So yeah, it's just like a put together piece of work, but it's still really, really good. There's gonna be some songs from there on the playlist. So check that out. And we can't forget about Division. That's the other project I listened to in whole already. And right now off the bat, I will say it's great. It's better than I expected. Um, I already heard the first four singles that came out before the album dropped and I already knew that they were going for a different sound, but I didn't know they were going to execute it this well. What I heard on September 5th, which was their first album, was a very 90s inspired R&B style and I didn't think that they would have an easy time breaking out of that mold, but they proved me wrong and Morning After, which is their follow-up album, is great. It's in an entirely new direction. It's a new sound, but it still has everything you love about Division. So check that out. A couple of those songs will be in the playlist. And let's see, what else? Oh yeah, who can forget about King Cruel? His album is called The Ooze, I believe. And I won't even lie to you guys, I only heard about two or three songs on there so far. I think like Biscuit Town, Dumb Surfer, and Slush Puppy. But of those songs I heard, I really enjoyed them. It's um, definitely not the style of music that I'm used to. I've been listening to King Cruel for a while, actually. 
but um, I've never listened to a, a whole project of his at once. It took me time to get through it just because I'm not accustomed to the style, but I think that the ooze will finally change that for me. Uh, I'm really liking the way the guitar sounds accompanied by his voice. It sounds a lot more smooth, and I'm going to listen to that in full and let you guys know what I think in some way, shape, or form. And also, I will do the same with the Gucci Mane album. Uh, it's called Mr. Davis, I believe. And prior to recording this, I had no idea he had so many features, high-profile features on that album. Let's see, he has Ty Dolla Sign, The Weeknd, Big Sean, ASAP Rocky, some, oh uh, yeah, Migos, they're on the intro. And, I mean, yeah, it's definitely a pleasant surprise because Gucci Mane drops so much music, it's hard for me to keep up with him. And I really wasn't going to check this album out until about like a month later. But after seeing that track list and the guest list, I got to check it out ASAP. So I apologize for not hearing that yet, but you will hear my opinion on it, like I said, in some way, shape, or form. It could be on another podcast. It could be in an article, which you guys should read because I post those articles like a fucking madman. The most recent one I just put up is titled, Does It Matter If Chance the Rapper Is an Industry Plant? Very interesting read. I recommend you check it out. I'll also talk about it briefly at some point in this podcast. But it really, you know, it's a question that needs to be answered because a lot of people are suspecting him of being an industry plant. And let's just say the evidence is not in his favor. I'm not saying he is or isn't one. I'm just asking, does it really matter? Oh yeah, and speaking of Mr. Davis, which is the name of that Gucci Mane album, I actually started reading a book about a man named Clyde Davis, or excuse me, Clive Davis, a very famous music exec, interesting read so far. I'm actually starting that just after finishing this book by Issa Rae. It was titled The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. Um, Definitely a fun read, very short, didn't take me long, but I do have like a couple comments or problems with it. Overall, I think it's pretty interesting given how Issa Rae is portrayed now, especially with her second season of Insecure being hugely popular on HBO, I believe. It's on some premium channel. But yeah, this book came out before she blew up through Insecure, so it's cool to get that insight on her. I'll talk about that in some way, shape, or form. I might write about it. I'll probably talk about it. Who knows? I don't really care. But yes, that was all last week in a nutshell. There was a ton of shit happening, and I didn't even get to talk about the BET Awards or politics or any of the other shit. That's just music drops. But yeah, it's been a very eventful week, so there will definitely be a lot to talk about. Another nigga got a dream shot Watch how you texting, man, that bitch might have a screenshot It's crazy how the plot twist Same bitch that used to say I got list Trying to be the pilot of my cockpit No, 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 you stay grounded with them basic hoes You walking around with like a thousand bros Won't relate to those Niggas out just saving hoes Say that for the suckers with the cape Can't just leave them thirsty bitches by the sink Have to hop up out the tank I can't be fucking with these fishes Gonna get a hundred likes, I promise you I had a bitches, oh that shit crazy how they twist it, huh? We hit them in the Smith and then they turn us to the villa, huh? Fuck it. Either way she swallow. Probably take a selfie. Now she think that she a model, man. Let's talk about these trends. The one these niggas follow, how that nigga probably broke. At least he came in with a bottle. I'm like, nigga, you weak. You think you popping off that shit that you tweet? You buying followers, you niggas is creeps. Man, my family up in Compton and you know my homies up in the beach. But either way it go, I'm up in these streets. That's what I told them, huh? You see, back when I was trying to get a play They wasn't fucking with me, they wasn't fucking with me Before I even had a tape, before I thirst 48 They wasn't fucking with me, they wasn't fucking with me No, no, nobody had my back, yeah, that's what I'm back They wasn't fucking with me
and she might throw you in that group chat with pictures of your thirsty ass. Now you got your panties in a bunch from how you sacking and she laughing at your Murphy ass. Beep, beep, ride past another one to beat. Don't be hiding from the truth, it ain't what you wanna see. I done dogged a couple bitches like you know I had to flee. Told Shorty like, get your paws off my teeth. After everything you see, you mean to tell me you gon' wife her? It's cool to like that pic, but you mean you really like her? No, not me, I'm too smart, play no part, cause these bitches got no heart. We been finished from that start, I see you acting like a narc. How you cuffing all the bad bitches? No, not Boogie, you better go and ask my past bitches. Ooh. Like, why the fuck you think the rats winning pucker up for nothing? I ain't in all that ass kissing. Back when, back when, you see, back when I was trying to get a play. They wasn't fucking with me, they wasn't fucking with me. Before I even had a tape, before I thirst 48. They wasn't fucking with me, they wasn't fucking with me. No, no. So that was Boogie, um, a raptor from Compton, a raptor, a rapper from Compton, I believe, not to be confused with a Boogie with a hoodie. He has been around for a minute, actually. That is off his album called The Reach. I think it might be a mixtape, actually, but it's not even his most recent. He had Thirst 48 Part 2 come out, I think it was this year, actually. So yeah, he's pretty prolific, man. He puts stuff out. But... I wanted to mention him because he actually just got signed to Shady Records. So shout out to Boogie. Huge step forward for a talented MC. Very excited to see the things that come for him. But on a more important note, I think we should talk about the owner of Shady Records and his freestyle on BET. It's definitely caused some controversy, not only you know, in the political world, it's on CNN and all of that. But within the rap community, there seems to be a pretty big rift between people who thought that it was hot and people who thought that it was whack. And I fall somewhere in between that line, more towards the hot part of it. And I understand that a lot of people are pretty upset that Eminem is getting this much recognition because there have been a ton of other rappers who have explicitly said, fuck Donald Trump, YG. Or they don't fuck with Donald Trump or his policies at all. So it's kind of upsetting for them to not get the same shine. To which I will reply saying it's Eminem, one of the greatest, most famous rappers of all time. So of course he's going to get this much spotlight put on him for something like this. Not to mention he is white. It's not surprising to hear a black rapper say fuck Donald Trump, you know, every other song. But to hear Eminem say it, and it's no surprise, we all knew he didn't really fuck with Trump. We heard that on his pre-election day freestyle, but he never was this aggressive about it. Uh, that's what took a lot of people by surprise. He pretty much just said, fuck Trump, flipped off the camera and walked off. And I get what people are saying, how from an objective standpoint, a technical standpoint, it wasn't the most impressive freestyle uh, Sai High the Prince actually had a very impressive freestyle though speaking of which but yeah I get people saying it's objectively not like the most technical greatest freestyle of all time but I don't think that was the point of it uh, besides the fact that it actually was a good freestyle to me you know he had some corny moments like when he put on that country accent and when he said he just had a couple weird lines but overall I thought it was a pretty good a pretty good freestyle 
but I think the message is what we should be taking away from it. It's really a moment in hip hop history and like US history. And I need people to stop acting like it's the Gettysburg dress or some shit. It's just a freestyle where Eminem took a stand. And I believe that what he said was impactful. I mean, he told his fans, you know, he drew a line in the sand. You can stand with me or you can stand with him. And, you know, I think that was pretty dope for a rapper like Eminem to do because he is white. Like, come on. And his fan base is considerably white. And, you know, most people who voted for Trump happen to be white. So I think it was a pretty cool moment in hip hop history. At the time of recording this, actually, Vince Staples is actually under some heat, under some fire for criticizing the freestyle. Uh, he kind of went on a mini Twitter rant slash argument with some of his fans who were saying that um, he needs to stop criticizing Eminem because uh, he was saying something about white privilege or something like that, to which his fans replied saying that white privilege is what's giving him all this money paying his pockets, to which he replied saying, I don't give a fuck, I say what I want, that's pretty gangster. But uh, it is kind of twisted what the media did to him. Pitchfork essentially mischaracterized him in an article saying he kind of dissed Eminem, which he didn't. He just said that the freestyle was objectively not that impressive and everyone needs to calm down. And there have been tons of outlets who have said the same thing. You can find articles about that on Noisy. But I do get what he's saying. People are getting kind of riled up about it and hyped about it. But Eminem is such a huge rapper that, of course, people are going to get hype about it. You don't really see rappers established like him and BET ciphers like once they've blown up but I think that the message ultimately is what we should be taking away from it we shouldn't really be looking at it from an objective standpoint because that's not what the whole point of the freestyle was I mean the shit didn't even have a beat he was clearly just trying to make a statement and I appreciate him for that you know I do get why some rappers are upset that they don't get the shine for saying fuck Donald Trump but you have to understand he is a white rapper he is the one of the biggest rappers of all time, if not the biggest. I think he has the fastest selling hip hop album in history. So of course he's going, he's going to be the one on CNN getting all the articles on Fader, Noisy, Pitchfork, blah, blah, blah. So I mean, just keep fighting the good fight and be appreciative of Eminem, one of the greatest to ever do it. A couple shout outs to, like I said, Saiha the Prince who had a very good freestyle. Black had a very surprising, very great freestyle. Uh, you know he sings a lot so people don't really take him seriously as an MC but he definitely proved he can hold his own in a cypher so very proud very impressed with Black we also have uh, Ski Mask the Slump God who had a very cool very fun freestyle he rode the beat uh, very well it was awesome we have Denzel Curry who ripped it up and let's see we also have yeah, Detroit's own T Grizzly gotta shout out to D cause we are based in Michigan you know East Lansing too so Shout out to T Grizzly. So yeah, you know, Detroit was in the house for the BET Awards. Um, I'll be honest with you, I did not watch the whole award ceremony because um, I really don't watch award ceremonies, ceremonies like that. I just watch the highlights and read about who won what. I think Cardi B actually did win like most influential or something like that or like most marketing or like biggest marketer here let me look it up real quick oh yeah it's called hustler of the year which i think is a pretty dope award i think she definitely deserves it and cardi b's tearing it up i just wish she had some more music out because it's never really good when people ride the wave of a single like that it just shows that you know they're just riding on the popularity of that for as long as they can 
But I mean, Cardi B did rip up that G Easy song, and she had another freestyle or like a song where she was taking up some flows. So I'd really appreciate it if Cardi B's other music was getting the shine, and like Cardi or Bodak Yellow is. But you know, as much as to be expected, that song is historic. And let us see what else has gone on this week. Oh yeah, Toro Imwa had a very nice acoustic rendition of You and I off his album Boo Boo, one of my favorite albums of the year. So definitely check out that acoustic rendition. Actually, you know what? I might just play it for y'all. So sit tight. Toroi Ma kills it. Just a very overall nice guy, so that just makes the music so much better. 
but how could I forget? Brent Fias released his album Saunderson. I have not finished that yet, but from what I've heard, I am liking it a lot. A couple songs that I heard, uh, Gang Over Love, and I think like Talk To You, they're going to be in the playlist because those are the ones I've heard and liked, so check those out. And I also forgot to do my old school recommendation. I know, I know, I'm not shit, but my old school recommendation for this week is A Future Without a Past by Leaders of the New School. So that is uh, Busta Rhymes, everyone knows him. You probably heard Leaders of the New School on Scenario by Tribe Called Quest. So that's like Charlie Brown and Dink O.D. And, you know, they're a very underrated East Coast hip hop group. They rip shit up. And I think that people should look into some of their stuff more because Busta Rhymes himself, he's the most popular, prominent out of the group. And he doesn't even get enough credit as an MC. But I digress. Check them out. They'll be in the playlist, too. But let's just talk about that Issa Rae book for a little bit. I'm not going to stay on it for too long, but I just want to touch on Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. Overall, it's very true to Issa Rae. It's um, insightful look. It's a very insightful look into her life. I really relate to a lot of the things she talks about because, you know, she talks about what it's like being a suburban black person, blah, blah, blah. You've heard all that shit before. But my, I guess, only gripe with the book would be it's kind of bougie uh it's kind of like i feel like she puts other everyone else's problems on the back burner and i get that it is her book but it just seems a little self-indulgent overall though it is a good book great book Issa Rae is doing great things insecure is a good show so check that out but yeah that's been the main complaint about insecure period though is that it is a little um bougie but I mean, it is Issa Rae. It's true to her. So it's just like a little gripe I had. She can't really go and alter that because it wouldn't be her narrative, her story. So I appreciate her for being true to herself. And let me just get into more detail with that on like a lifestyle post or something like that because I couldn't really express my true thoughts on here and few enough words so definitely check that out when i eventually post it in the meantime read my other shit thank you but that also brings up the discussion of my last post uh does it really matter if chance the rapper is an industry plant uh i think that a lot of people are confused with what it means to be an industry plant i think a lot of people think that it means that the artist isn't creating their own content and music. That's not necessarily what it means to be an industry plan. Being an industry plan just means that you're being groomed and you're getting a lot of backing from a music label when it comes to uh, growing your fan base, basically, and just blowing up, you know, the process in which it takes for you to get very famous. And so it, it does look kind of suspicious when you see rappers who have been, like, putting out music grinding for 10 years straight and barely get a little bit of shine over that time, and then seeing other rappers eventually blow up overnight. So, like I said, it's a little suspicious, but I I don't, I'm having a hard time deciding if, if it matters that Chance the rapper is an industry plant. Now, I'm not saying he is or isn't. I'm just saying that even if he is, he's living true to his word and he's putting out great music. I know I talked about him in the first episode of this podcast, but I do enjoy his music as a rapper. Uh, Coloring Book, although thematically it wasn't my shtick, it is an objectively good project. So yeah, definitely check out that article and ask yourself, does it matter if Chance the Rapper is an industry plant? 
so yeah that was just kind of like my week in review episode it was just such a turbulent week i had to get this out of the way um i didn't really have a theme that i was going to talk about anyway but i did want to talk about something interesting i heard it was like from anthony fantano or like justin hunt someone like that but they were describing little pumps album and uh to my surprise people are really fucking with little pumps album self-titled little pump it's I think a lot of people are finally accepting his type of music and that whole wave of rappers for what they are. They're not really comparing them to anyone else, not looking for lyrics. They're just looking for energy, um, dark cavernous beats, and vibes, man. People are looking for vibes. But I was just very shocked at the reception that Lil Pump is receiving with this album. It's not my kind of music, but I do understand it. Uh, I'm kind of afraid that I'm just getting old, actually, and that my ear for hip-hop is kind of uh, maturing. I hope that's not the case because I do like listening to new shit all the time. But let me know what you guys think about this little pump shit because I feel lost generally. But something interesting I heard from those guys um, was that rap is kind of in its punk phase and they put up a couple good arguments for it. Uh, One being like the short duration of the songs, which would make a lot of sense. And just the, um, the vocal style and the instrumentation of the music and when you look at when you, when you just look at it aesthetically it's very punk you know very radical hairstyles radical colored hair big hair and uh the stuff they're wearing leather jackets you know band t-shirt tees so they do have a point but i don't know how long this is going to last i feel like we're reaching our pinnacle of this type of music and i'm very interested to see what the new turn what the new wave of hip-hop and rap is going to be there's absolutely no telling what it's going to be but i'm here for it 100 percent. i'm excited i know you guys are too but yes thank you for tuning in thank you for listening to shameless plug episode nine um I wish every week in music could be like this. I just love eventful stuff like this. It gets me so excited. So I know it gets you guys hyped too. If there's other things you wanted me to talk about, want me to touch upon for future episodes, you can always hit my line. You can hit me up on Instagram at Xavier, X-A-V-I-E-H-U-R. You can follow the Shameless Plug Twitter at Shameless Plug C-O. Just click the links on the website. It doesn't matter. Oh yeah, the website is shamelessplugmedia.net. Sorry, guys, it's in the name. I got to plug all this shit. Um, Definitely read all the articles. Check them out. Give me feedback. There's commenting enabled now. So on my Chance the Rapper article, you can comment your opinion on it. You can eviscerate me in the comments. You can roast my shit. I don't really care. I love you all. I hope you have a good day, a good week, a good month, a good year, a good life. Thank you for all the support you're giving me. I will continue to supply you with content. I will try to improve in every way I can. Just let me know what you guys think. Thank you and goodbye. like I'm 16 and then next year we'll feel what? Yep, yeah, yep. And then we'll feel what? Remix. 17 and that'll be a whole nother thing. Uh. Time, all the time with the grind on her mind all the time Went to Crenshaw High Learned singing from her brother who directed the choir And swinging from her mother who protected the tribe Oh yeah, opened a hole in the sky She met a gangster who had traded her a heart for a lie Oh yeah, she sure was blind She clipped me one day and I looked up I took a dive, a nigga was high She said I heard that you did a lot I'm leaving LA
coming at night Oh yeah, I said you're beautiful but I can't be out here on the ledge with you if you gonna jump Oh yeah, she said she falling in love She heard that I could get her signed and put her right in a mug Oh yeah, you do look good in the punk But you gonna have to take them off to reach the life that you want She said take me You say that you'll only be a few 
Don't know when you're coming back again Stuck in here Like a fool Like a fool Oh, 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 oh. Day you let me 